online at wjffradio.org. Pitch in, keep this uh, little gem of a radio station moving. Have we got anybody over there by the phones, Jason? They might. The problem is I'm not by the screen that they're uh, uh, talking on. So if you well, can, you can, can talk for a minute by why people should give, I'll check it out. Okay, the reason to give is we've got a lot of things going for us. We've got a great volunteer base, very talented programming people, an excellent staff, and a dedicated board of trustees of 15 people. So, uh, and they all are working together to, uh, in the best of situations to, uh, to uh, create a platform where we can offer you great programming. And all that costs money. We so want, we need that money to come in. 845-482-4141 is the number to call. Call now. Give what you can. We want to thank Mary in Liberty. Thank you so much, Mary. I, I'm, I'm lost out the bell. I have to bring the bell over here to Homestown. Ding, 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 ding. Slap at the table. And then also uh, Anna Marie from Damascus uh, contributed as well. So thank you so much. Ring the bell for you. So thank you, Anna Marie. Anna Marie. Anne Marie and Marie, 845 <laughs> Thank you so much for calling and supporting us. And um, we're about to get into um, the this, this Way Out, the national LGBTQ program distributed by the Pacifica Network. Uh, but as we do remember that name, remember that number, it's WJFF. It's 845-482-4141. Or online at WJFFradio.org. Consider becoming a sound supporter. Take it out of your Visa or MasterCard or whatever. $10, 15 a month, and you'll hardly miss it. Get to the phones and get us back on the air full time. Thanks. They called hoping to be rescued from a homophobic mob, but they wound up being taken to jail and physically abused by police. The 16 gay men work at the LGBTQ rights group Let's Walk Uganda near Kampala. At least some of them also live there. The slur-shouting whore descended on their offices on October 21st. Officers who arrested the gays claim that the detentions followed complaints from the public. Police officials say that a search of the facilities turned up lubricants, condoms, and antiviral drugs. Each man was given a forced anal exam. The scientifically debunked and crudely invasive exams supposedly determine whether or not a man has engaged in homosexual acts. Uganda punishes such acts with up to life in prison. The activist group announced on Facebook on October 24th that all 16 men had been released on bond. They are each charged with human trafficking and carnal knowledge against the order of nature. The police raid comes amid increasing harassment and violence against people perceived to be LGBTQ in the East African nation's already inhospitable environment. It's known that at least four gay Ugandans have been brutally murdered in the past few months. Why the upsurge in anti-queer sentiment? Conflicting governments during the past few weeks suggested that the Anti-Homosexuality Act might be reintroduced. Its last incarnation was known around the world as the Kill the Gays Bill because it included the death penalty for so-called aggravated homosexuality. A court nullified the law in a legal technicality five years ago. There's joyous news from Northern Ireland. That was the scene at Belfast's Maverick Bar, when marriage equality came to Northern Ireland at the stroke of midnight on October 21st. The semi-functional British Parliament had given Northern Ireland's dysfunctional government until then to act on the issue. Few, if any, thought they would. 
Northern Ireland was the last major marriage equality holdout in the UK. Under provisions of the new laws, lesbian and gay couples will be able to start walking down the aisle on Valentine's Day 2020. Abortion was also decriminalized. The new laws won't fully come into force until March of next year, but they specify that no woman will be prosecuted for seeking abortion services as of October 22nd. Northern Ireland's majority Democratic Unionists Party, the DUP, has strongly opposed marriage equality. They tried in vain to stop the legislation imposed by Parliament from taking effect. Party spokeswoman Arlene Foster said that the DUP would introduce laws to protect religious liberty. That includes the right of religious institutions to refuse to conduct marriage ceremonies for same-gender couples. Foster also said that the party would offer a private member's bill to stop what she called the liberalization of abortion legislation. That didn't stop LGBTQ people and their supporters in venues big and small across Northern Ireland from celebrating the new laws. The Australian Bureau of Statistics is under fire for dropping questions about sexuality and gender identity from the planned 2021 census. The government of Pentecostal Christian Prime Minister Scott Morrison denies that the questions were dumped at their direction. Nevertheless, Bureau Chief David Kalish told a Senate panel that his agency had destroyed about half of the 40,000 forms it had already printed that contained those questions. Kalish says the forms were trashed to comply with what he called a government minister's expressed preference prior to a mid-October test run. The census is conducted every five years to guide government in its allocation of services. Liberal Party MP Katie Allen from the ruling coalition government is calling for those questions to be restored. She said it was ultimately the government's decision, not the bureau's. In Allen's words, it's important to include those questions because we know the LGBTI communities are more vulnerable with regards to some aspects of healthcare provision, particularly some aspects of mental healthcare. Opposition Labor Party Shadow Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones and Senator Jenny McAllister call reports of the omissions deeply concerning. Their joint statement insists that objection to a community or their sexual orientation is no reason to refuse to collect important information to help guide government service delivery. Canadian LGBTQ rights supporters are breathing a semi-sweet sigh of relief this week with the successful re-election of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The staunchly pro-queer Liberal Party leader defeated climate change-denying anti-choice conservative Andrew Scheer. Scheer still disdains marriage equality, even all these years since its enactment. However, Trudeau's party lost its majority in the House of Commons. He's expected to form a government with backing from two left-leaning minority parties. The initiatives the Liberal Party campaigned on include ending the ban on blood donations by men who have sex with men. Outlawing so-called conversion therapy is also on their platform. Trudeau's re-election bid was hampered by scandal. Photos have surfaced showing him in brownface and blackface during his younger days. He's also accused of bullying his former attorney general, an indigenous woman. Leading Canadian queer advocacy group Egal cheered Trudeau's victory based on the rights advances of his first four years. A spokesperson told Pink News that Egal is. Hopeful that Trudeau's second term will continue this momentum as we move forward. New Zealand is now the 34th country to refuse entry to the rabidly homophobic U.S. preacher Stephen Anderson. Anderson leads the Faithful Word Baptist Church in Phoenix, Arizona. He in turn warned that New Zealand was in trouble with the Lord. 
According to immigration officials, the pastor is an excluded person because Mr. Anderson has previously been deported or excluded from other countries. Anderson is a Holocaust denier who notoriously celebrated the 2016 massacre at the predominantly queer Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. He called the mass shooting good news because, in his words, these homosexuals are a bunch of disgusting perverts and pedophiles. One of Anderson's inflammatory YouTube videos proclaims that if you execute the homos like God recommends, you wouldn't have AIDS. Is it any surprise that Anderson and his fringe congregation are on the list of hate groups compiled by the Southern Poverty Law Center? New Zealand joins Australia, Canada, Botswana, Jamaica, South Africa, Ireland, and the United Kingdom in denying entry to the unapologetic purveyor of homophobia. He's also barred from the 26 countries that comprise the common European travel area, Schengen. Anderson warns that God is not going to bless a country that is turning away a missionary. They are going to be under the wrath of God and the punishment of God. There has not been evidence of any particular wrath against the visa-denying nations thus far. Finally, Chick-fil-A is pecking at Scotland. The certifiably anti-queer fast food franchise quietly opened an outlet at the McDonald Aviemore Resort in the Scottish Highlands in early October. It's now one of four eateries at the four-star resort. The corporate owners of Chick-fil-A are led by Evangelical Southern Baptist CEO Dan Cathy. Cathy calls marriage equality an act of arrogance against God. His company has proudly given millions of dollars to blatantly anti-queer organizations and programs. Multiple reports list the Fellowship of Christian Athletes among recent beneficiaries. Chick-fil-A gave more than $1.5 million to that vocal opponent of marriage equality. Another donation went to a home for troubled youth that requires residents to strictly obey their interpretation of New Testament teachings. The sinner-loving, sin-hating Salvation Army has also feasted on Chick-fil-A's millions. The restaurant is the third largest in the U.S. behind McDonald's and Subway. A Toronto franchisee who opened Canada's first Chick-fil-A was greeted by days of LGBTQ and allies protests. Similar demonstrations hit the first Chick-fil-A outlet in Britain. The owners of the Reading Shopping Center that hosts the eatery there have announced that its lease would not be extended beyond its initial six-month trial period. Back in Scotland, a local newspaper reports that McDonald Resort visitors are giving their new foul sandwich outlet a thumbs up on Twitter. But that was before the word got out. We wonder how long it will be before queer activists decide to hike the Scottish Highlands. That's News Wrap, global queer news with attitude for the week ending October 26, 2019. Follow the news in your area and around the world. Formed community is a strong community. News Wrap is written by Greg Gordon, edited by Lucia Chappell, produced by Brian DeShazor, recorded in the studios of KPFK Los Angeles, and brought to you by you. Help keep us in ears around the world at thiswayout.org, where you can also read the text of this newscast and much more. And you can listen to News Wrap each week by subscribing to our This Way Out radio YouTube channel. For This Way Out, I'm John Dyer V. And I'm Michael LeBeau. Mark Siegel and his famous TV zaps coming up on the Rainbow Minute. But first... John Dyer V reviews an online movie about a guy who has a tough time getting a move on. Though it describes an actual mental disorder where fear of future actions causes a momentary paralysis, 
The term analysis paralysis also makes for a great movie title. In this cleanly shot, low-budget indie film, we meet Tyler, who suffers from an extreme version of the disorder, making even his smallest decisions an agony that generally results in no action being taken at all. Tyler has a crush on his handsome jogging neighbor, Shane, and this ups the anxiety ante. Will Tyler ask Shane out? If they do go out, will the first date go smoothly? If it does, will they have a good relationship, possibly more? Throughout this essentially one-note scenario, we get to see quite a bit of both fellas in little to no clothing, and they both appear to be uh, blessed. The eye candy is a smart move because we are witness to an hour and a half of the worst-case scenarios dreamed up by poor Tyler in response to any and every stimulus and possible conflict, and it does get a little tedious. Underneath all the video rewinds and the techie audio effects, indicating, oh, that was all in his head, again, there lies a simple, sweet, and somewhat courageous story. One man attempting to tackle his own self-admitted mental issues, at the same time attempts to build a healthy new relationship with an attractive, significant other. The struggling man is frank about his battles, and his new friend is open to the connection. Happily so. Do you have a, a pasta primavera? No. The bells and whistles dress things up a bit. Cinematographer Marsha Schreiner does a tight job of helping to create a light-filled suburban gayberhood on a dime. The original music by Jack Gravina and Daniel Rojas keep the proceedings bouncing along. And the final credits song, Get Better, by Gravina and Evan Gamble, is a winner. Oh, um, how about a lasagna? No. Tyler is played by actor-dancer Jason T. Gaffney, who wrote and produced the film with his father, Ed Gaffney. Kevin Held is Shane, the sweetheart lawyer neighbor with awful parents and reservoirs of patience and calm. The unsympathetic parents are convincingly portrayed by Laura Wernett and Chopper Burnett, and Mildred Marie Langford is a sympathetic and ultimately successful therapist to the beleaguered Tyler. Chicken Parmesan? Um, not ever. David Gorin as the simply awful restaurant waiter called Drizzle, with his shaggy beard and long hair, would never be hired in real life by any self-respecting restaurateur, gay or straight. The sound design by Christopher Class is sometimes alarmingly crisp, as in the kissing scenes, and an especially uncomfortable moment between the fellas and Shane's parents, where Tyler nervously crunches a carrot stick in dead silence. Despite a couple of iffy performance moments, a scene where Tyler drops a tray of chicken comes to mind, our unlikely hero gets a great F.U. monologue at the end, which is most satisfying. The film's ending is one final trick pony, without giving too much away, and despite all the Sturm und Drang, imagined or otherwise, our Tyler actually seems to be moving steadily forward, which is great for everyone. My God, are you okay? Yes, I will marry you. Analysis Paralysis can be found online at Amazon, Vimeo, and Google Play. For This Way Out, I'm John Dyer V. Why does Arthur make Alabama anxious? It all comes down to the ridiculous idea that children need to be protected from seeing LGBTQ existence because it's too adult or sexual or inappropriate for them. 
The outcasters unpack that peculiar assumption after an augmented rainbow minute heralds an unusual queer hero for LGBTQ History Month. From CBS News headquarters in New York. Mark Siegel and his famous TV zaps coming up now on the Rainbow Minute. In 1972, Mark Siegel was 19 and living in Philadelphia. He and a male friend were thrown out of a television dance program for dancing together. So, a few days later, Mark barged in on the station's news broadcast and yelled, We have some grievances! Cutting to a commercial, they wrestled Siegel to the floor. Siegel became known for these so-called TV zaps every time he was arrested and carted off. On The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Siegel leaped from the audience and lambasted the program for its negative treatment of gays. Siegel's most notorious zap, however, was on the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. In 1973, Siegel ran in front of a camera during Walter Cronkite's evening news broadcast, holding a sign that read, Gays protest CBS prejudice. He was fired up about the lack of gay news. Security precautions heavier than those provided President Nixon. Secretary of State Kissinger is in London now. CBS's policies. Well, rather interesting development in the studio here. A protest demonstration right in the middle of CBS News studio. Maybe we'll find out what it was all about in a moment. Although Siegel was fined $450, he did meet Walter Cronkite to discuss his grievances. Cronkite arranged a meeting at CBS, and five months later, his newscast featured a segment on gay rights. Cronkite had become a behind-the-scenes ally and a bridge between the gay movement and major media. In 1975, Siegel started his own newspaper, the Philadelphia Gay News. Now and then, Cronkite would ask his new friend how the paper was doing and offer friendly advice. And that's the way it was. The Rainbow Minute is produced by Judd Proctor and Brian Burns at WRIR in Richmond, Virginia, and read by volunteers like me, Alan Levenberg. All right, the Rainbow Minute. Fantastic program here. This is called This Way Out. They've been doing it for 30 years, and they've been on our schedule regularly uh, just since the last pledge drives. This is the first pledge drive that people have a chance to support this program. So that's why we'd like you to do that now at 845-482-4141. I'm Jason. I've got Vinny here, although he's hidden from me. Hello. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> Hello. Are you hidden from me or are you hiding from me? I'm behind the monitor. Yeah. But I'm on the mic All right. talking to our listener, whoever you are. I know you're listening because you can hear us. And we want you to call 845-482-4141 and help us pay the rent, so to speak. We have uh, bills to keep this so-called free radio station on the air for your listening pleasure. And we need your help to do so. So call now, 845-482-4141 or go to the website wjffradio.org we've also got uh, john robinson and john gordon still here with us thanks still with us and rosie stars on the mic hello everyone happy friday afternoon happy october 32nd <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. yeah november 1st it's either all souls day or all saints day i always get it mixed up but you meant you mentioned the name of this program this way out? This way out. The way out of this fun drive. <laughs> <laughs> we need a way out of the fun drive, folks. We need you to call 845-482-4141 and pledge whatever you can financially 
say between five and five hundred bucks. That's not so bad. That's not so much to ask. 845-482-4141 and it'll get us out of the fun drive. 845-482-4141 and along those lines, Rosie, right now we're uh, able to announce here with just 10 minutes ago before all things all things considered starts. We've been challenged. We have been challenged and this is a generous listener um, who called in. This is Tom from Walden and Riverdale. So thank you, Tom. He's challenging us to raise $500 by 6 p.m. here on our Holmesdale Day. Gang, can we do it? Yes, we can. Tom, thank you. The beautiful places that you live in, and this is a beautiful radio station that you're supporting. Where's Riverdale? Well, is that, there's, is there's, that the Jersey? There's one in the Bronx. There's a Riverdale. Oh, and right. there's one in New York State someplace. So you got, you, got, you, got place, you got a place in Walden and a place in the Bronx. So somebody's uh, of two minds uh, <laughs> singularly supporting WJFF right now and challenging you to do the same. $500 to raise before 6 o'clock. Help us do it. Call now at 845-482-4141. 845-482-4141 is the number to call. And a call in support of This Way Out, LGBTQ programming coming to you every week here on WJFF with This Way Out and the Youth LGBTQ Show on the fourth Friday of the month with Outcasting. 845-482-4141. Pledge online at WJFFradio.org. Thanks again to Marie and to Anne-Marie. Uh, who have called in since the end of Living Jazz. Now, we need to add your name now because everything will be doubled up to $500. So call now, 845-482-4141. Relationship like the one portrayed in the program, Arthur, does not have overtly oh. sexual connotations for anyone who hasn't already been indoctrinated by the false idea that gayness is sexual perversion. Kids won't perceive it as sexual. They'll just see it romantically, same as straight relationships. It's important for all children and all people to be exposed to accurate and normalizing media representations of the LGBTQ community, something we covered in an Outcasting episode, which is available at outcastingmedia.org. Societal perception is shaped by the media, and if the media are too scared to show a positive episode of a TV show in which two gay characters get married, then it will be far more difficult to move beyond harmful stereotypes of LGBTQ people. This commentary was written by Amelie and Andrew. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime. Outcasting Overtime is a production of Media for the Public Good, which produces public radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Our executive producer is Mark Sofus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to Outcasting and Outcasting Overtime. Thanks, and thanks for listening. Well, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Rudy. I spoke to him yesterday briefly. Uh, he's a very good attorney, and he has been my attorney. Yeah, sure. Mr. Giuliani stated that the president, quote, basically knows what I'm doing. Sure, as his lawyer. From the Whistleblower's Complaint audiobook. We're not meddling in an election. We're meddling in an investigation, which we have a right to do. Emmy-nominated YouTube sensation Randy Rainbow now turns his political parody prowess to another treasured Trump dramedy character. 
We are back and joined now by a central figure in the whistleblower complaint, as well as in many of my personal nightmares, former mayor and soon-to-be former lawyer of basically former President Donald Trump, human hand grenade Rudy Giuliani. Hey, girl. I'm glad I'm on tonight because what you just said is totally erroneous. Well, I don't. I don't work here. Um, Mr. Mayor, you are under intense scrutiny for your efforts to pressure the Ukraine into investigating Joe Biden. Let me tell you what happened, okay? Whatever. What, what happened is that I was investigating this incredible story about Joe Biden, that he bribed the president of the Ukraine in order to fire a prosecutor who was investigating his son. Do you have proof of these allegations? Yes. 2018, there is a finding by a court in the Ukraine that a man named Telashenko, Lashenko, James Franco, something like that, he produced a phony affidavit. Speaking of phony, awkward dimwits, let's get back to you. Sir, did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? No, actually, I didn't. I asked the Ukraine to investigate the allegations that there was interference in the election of 2016. Okay, let me, um, let me rephrase the question. Did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Okay, let's move on. Uh, sir, did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? No, I didn't ask him to look into Joe Biden. I asked him to look into the allegations that related to my client, which tangentially involved Joe Biden. Joe Biden's son to get 1.5 million And because they're Democrats, you won't cover it. I've been listening to you, and of crap you are full. And you want to cover some ridiculous charge. Standing there with your eyes bulging out of your skull. You have no idea how big this is. Look at you now in the center ring of a ring. How you've been yentering with Ukraine. Are you crooked or just insane? Why do you keep selling bullshit to us? Won't be long before you're under the bus. some ridiculous charge that I urged the Ukrainian government to investigate corruption. Well, I did, and I'm proud of it. He's made so many gaps because he's never prepared. I'm here on television telling you everything I do. <laughs> when he's nervous, he laughs, and it makes me feel scared. <laughs> Straight up extorting Zelensky, and now he's just a warning. Old Texas got on his phone because he just got his OMG! He's like a sound bite from hell. He makes it. And I look like SNL. I, I absolutely do. Giuliani, here you go again. Lie, lie, where the hell they find you? Giuliani, eating crow again. Bye, bye, time that you resign. chance of winning. Giuliani, need a drowning. More lies, he does so much spinning. 
stop up as he goes. I have no idea. Go to thiswayout.org to see Randy Rainbow's unadulterated video and to randyrainbow.com for his tour dates and more. And now people are saying, wow. 845-482-4141. Randy Rainbow there uh, taking us out of This Way Out here on WJFF. And uh, as Rosie said, the way the way out of this pledge drive is for you to call and support us. So call now at 845 845- Four eight two four one four one. That's eight four five four eight two four one four one. We have a challenge. Well, let's see. Uh, Friday afternoons drive time are a good time for challenge. People have been challenged all week, getting through the week with weather and work and everything, and now it's time to say, "Oh, in the sound of these people's voices, what are they asking for? What can I do to help them out?" You can call eight four five. Four eight two four one four one, and think about how much you can give to our WJFF Radio Catskill station. No amount is too large or too small. Don't think of it as $500. Think of it in small pieces like $20 or $50. Or well, we need 10 people from, for $50 each. And specifically, think of it in the, the $50 that you can handle or the $100 you can handle or the $5, whatever it is. You call and let us know. Everybody chips in when we get up to $500. Tom from Walden and Riverdale will call in and uh, make up the rest of it. Will give us $500 in return. That'll put us $1,000 further down the road than where we are right now. Puts us right on the cusp of the um, halfway point of the pledge drive. 845-482-4141. Call now. Support WJFF as we head into uh, the... Support for All Things Considered comes from Nature's Grays Health Foods and Deli on Main Street, Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Strengthening your natural foods, nature.